Welcome to Buzzed in Baltimore, the podcast about craft beverages in Maryland. This is a very special episode for a lot of reasons. We are at Monument City and we are celebrating all things live music with a special shout out to WTMD. And here with me are co-owner Ken Prey, his, his wife Kim, who is also the Tap Room and Events Manager. Jake, I don't know your last name because I'm not professional. No, Doherty. Jake Doherty, who um, is the community engagement manager. And then Scott Mullins, the uh, general manager and program director of WTMD, is on the phone. So thank you guys for making this happen today. Yeah, thanks Great. for having us. Yeah, thank you. Um, so the reason that we're all gathered here is that on November 7th, uh, Monument City is putting on a live music show, which is kind of crazy in these times. Um, you're limiting the in-person audience and it will be live streamed and it's all benefiting WTMD. So it just, it's really, really cool. And uh, I'm so excited you guys are doing it. What kind of made you think to put this event together? Yeah, I, you know, for us, you know, we, you know, music is such a big part of, you know, us individually, but us as a brewery. And, you know, we've been missing live music. First Thursdays is always a, a big part of kind of our summer, which we, we didn't really get this year. And, um, you know, we've been working with WTMD and, and had some really fun things planned for, for First Thursday this year. So we were trying to find ways in which we could, you know, bring some live music in kind of a safe way. And so we've been kicking this idea around since March 17th. Which I think right. is the day after the day the music died, I guess right. you could say. Right. Yeah. And and Scott, for you, I know I can't even imagine how challenging it's been for WTMD. I, I my hat's off to you for doing like the, the pirate cruises and all the live streams that you've been doing. Um so what does this mean to, you know, kind of get a little bit of a live music show going and, and for the proceeds to to benefit you guys? Well, first of all, thanks to, to Ken and his staff and everybody. Uh, over at Monument for, uh, you know, putting this together and, and, and working with us and involving us in this. It's a great, uh, great idea. And uh, you're, you're right. This has been, I mean, for everyone, I mean, this has been uh, unprecedented uh, circumstances this past summer. I mean, when this hit in March, you know, we were down, we were coming down the home stretch of launching the first Thursday season. Um, and now I look back at it, it seems sort of naive that we were canceling them one month at a time thinking we could still salvage some, you know, first Thursday shows. Of course, in hindsight, that's, uh, you know, not the case. Yeah, no one knew. Um, yeah, exactly. But, you know, we, we have adapted out of necessity. Um, I'm really proud of our staff, programming staff and being creative and, and coming up with uh, some alternatives. We did a lot of virtual events. We, we did a series of virtual first Thursdays. And I think we took a really cool, creative approach and sort of turned them into a television show, you know, yeah. knowing that we didn't have the same, you know, it didn't have to be just, you know, one band after another doing a set of music, you know, on a, on a static camera shot. You know, we weren't trying to recreate the live experience. We realized we could create something fresh and, and brand new without the restrictions and within the parameters of a live event. So it became more of a television type production. So we had a lot of fun with those. We had a great response. We did, as you mentioned, the Pirate Radio Cruise, which is a, was a huge success. We we uh, spent a lot of time on that and, and you know, concepting that to come up with something uh, that we could do an actual live event. And we realized that instead of trying to bring, bring a big crowd to one central location, we could just put a band on the boat and bounce around the 
you know, the harbor and, and that's such uh, a cool know, idea. Places. That's so, so the amazing. response was great. Yeah, and it's just it's incredible how as you know, you guys in the community have adapted. Um, and I'm curious from you guys at Monument, like how are you still trying to keep engaged with your community? And I, I know it's a little bit I hate to use the word easier, but like you can still do takeout and curbside pickup and then the brewery's open, so it's a little bit different than WTMD, but how are you still connecting with your your fans and your your uh, beer drinker community? I mean, I think social media always has been a way for us to engage I think we we are since you know since March we we've been much more uh, active in our to go options. We actually invested in some smaller tanks, so we now have some some releases that people can only get from the brewery. So it allows us to engage a little bit uh, differently than just having you know our beer available through you know, large distro. Um, and then obviously, as we we started to make changes in the tap, trying to plan for uh, the future, uh, which is you know, difficult to do in this environment, um, you know, music, we, we've always had music as part of our brewery. So this is another way that, you know, we're looking to expand. Yeah. And, and Scott, I'm curious on your end too. I mean, it seems like live music and craft beer go hand in hand. Um, and, and I know beers always, you guys have done brews and bands for years. Um, so, so why does it kind of make sense to, to work with craft breweries in the community from, from your perspective? Well, first and foremost, as you said, you know, beer and live music <laughs> obviously go hand in hand. But, you know, as a, as a public radio station and, and uh, you know, locally programmed, we're sort of like the craft brewing of radio. And we've, we've had a long series of uh, partnerships and relationships with, uh, you know, a lot of the craft breweries uh, in the area. But, you know, from First Thursdays, we've got our beer events. Uh, we do a lot of live events there at the station. Uh, so you know, to be able to work with Monument City is just, uh, you know, uh, it goes you know hand in hand with our belief in supporting, you know, local, local, local. We 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 love that, and I think uh, I think they recognize the value of uh, you know sort of a locally crafted radio station. Uh, it is definitely a symbiotic relationship. I mean, we're out there trying to obviously you know help ourselves and cultivate our audience, but any opportunity we have to partner. You know, with um, Monument City Brewing uh, to do an event uh, to help them, and in, in this case, we're helping a musician as well. It's, it's a win-win-win across the board, as far as I'm concerned. And speaking of musicians, it's so cool that the opening act is actually family and staff at the at uh, at the brewery. So, Kim and Jake, you guys will be actually opening for Joe Pug, who's going to be the headliner. Um, can you talk about sort of your love for music? Um, and I know Kim was like pretty famous in the 90s so she's going to be pretty <laughs> modest about it but i'd love to hear more about that too as you're taking us back <laughs> a few decades um yeah we're really excited here at the brewery we worked hard to anytime we have staff come in that are also musicians um we've really tried to like kind of pull together what we can before covid we had started um, really diving into open mics and having music um, on a regular basis here in the tap room. And for, I, I, get, I can speak for Jake, I suppose, right now until he chimes in, but <laughs> the music has, we've been involved in music for a very, very long time. So as we thought about bringing music back, what a fun way to kind of throw our styles together and pull a little something together yeah. um, to open up for Joe, who is awesome. We, we really enjoy his music. 
And he's played at the brewery before, right? No. Oh, this is no. his first time. So we had, Joe was going to play at our anniversary. Okay. So we had this really fun after hours concert plan with Joe. And uh, I think we had that scheduled for May 9th. Oh, no. Oh, no. So obviously that did not happen. So we've been trying to find ways um, that made sense, community, and for us to, to get Joe back here. And so he's been awesome, really open to uh, making this happen. So we're, we're excited yeah, and so um, Kim was talking about how your stylings go well together. Jake, how would you describe sort of your musical style? What are you guys going to play? I mean, we're, we're going to um, actually have some of playing uh, some songs later in the episode. So how did, would you sort of preview that? Um, to speak to Kim's style, it, it's really beautiful. I would put it in um, a, a, maybe an Americana genre folk singer-songwriter. And, I mean, to Kim's modesty, she's had... Music and movies Thank and you. television. <laughs> and Kim is a legitimate rock and roll star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely, I would say focused, takes. you know, in America. Just Google Eden's there. Poets <laughs> and just go down a YouTube rabbit hole, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It is a rabbit hole. Absolutely. So we'll be, we'll be doing some folk rock um, in the styling of, of Joe Pug. Uh, so I think it'd be a great pair, um, great way to support you know, live music here in a way that that makes sense yeah. for us. And so it's about, what, uh, less than 30 people actually live watching it? Yeah, so, so in order to spread out safely, uh, we only have 24 tickets. I think most of them are gone at the That's moment. Close. So I yeah. think we have a few tables left, and we're, we're selling them as tables um, just so everyone can be you know, 10 feet apart, spread out. There will be no bar service, all all table service. Um, so once you're seated, you're seated and we'll come to you. Right. All that good stuff. So um, we've really thought, you know, how do we follow all the rules, make it safe, and, and it's still a good experience. So it'll be quite an intimate show. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're, we're excited about that. And I, I should just jump in as someone with, without much musical talent <laughs> both of them are, are quite accomplished jake is being also modest so jake has has uh had many songs also placed within tv and, and, and oh, movies and commercials and things like that. so I've, they're both uh fantastic musicians so it's also fun to you know you know as someone that uh you know when we started this brewery wanted to bring a bunch of different personalities and and in skills you know, to the team, it's kind of fun to see uh, the team grow with you know, really, really talented individuals. Yeah, it's, it's, that's so cool that it can be organic like that, too. Um, and then so people can tune in at home um, through Facebook and YouTube. Is yep. that right? Um, yep. And then all the proceeds, people can donate. All the proceeds are going to WTMD, and then people can donate in addition. So, Scott, what does that sort of mean to you and say to you about, about the proceeds going to WTMD? And, um, you know, what are you just kind of looking forward to with the event? Well, again, we're very grateful to Monument City Brewing and, and everybody for, for doing this. And my hat's off to, to all of them for, you know, surviving this uh, summer and being creative and innovative and, and uh, keeping uh, moving forward and coming up with a you know really innovative fun event like this and a very generous offer to uh to turn it into a fundraiser for wtmd you know we are a listener supported public radio station and you know this has been a very tough year for us as it has for so many businesses so we're very grateful and we're looking for a really good you know quote unquote turnout uh 
for the event, and uh, we're just we're grateful and we're thankful. For the fans that will be tuning in from home and the fans that are coming here, is there a particular monument beer that you think pairs really well with live music? I mean, all of them are great, but... Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that's the good thing about the combination of craft beer and music. They all work uh, pretty well together. Um, although we do have some some music-inspired beers. Uh, so our, our six-string IPA, which is a 6% you know, American-style IPA, all always goes well with, with music. And then we have a new beer that we just launched um, three or four weeks ago called the Melody Caravan. I'm currently drinking it. It's very good. <laughs> which is a 6.2% uh, you know, hazy uh, IPA, um, super delicious. Uh, that is, is a good choice as well. And, and people can actually kind of order beer, pick it up ahead of time, and, and have it ready for the show. And then you're already at home, so you don't have to worry about driving right. or you just go to bed right then. Yeah, right. super safe. Um, and so for you guys that are playing the music, how do you kind of prepare for something like this? I know you've been playing the music for a long time, but what, what goes through your head and what songs? Are there going to be covers, originals? What can people expect? So since this is the first time that Jake and I um, are joining forces for the evening, uh, I have pulled a couple originals and um, he's going to add his musical stylings to them. And then I do believe we'll throw a couple covers in for the evening. So I will only do it maybe 20, 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, it'll be really fun because Kim, you and I have gotten to collaborate on a lot of things here at the brewery, whether it's events or anything downstream from that. This is the first time that we'll have gotten to play music together. Um, yeah, so it's it's just fun to bring work and friendship and passion and, and rock and roll all into the same space and and get to try that together. Yeah, and beer. And, beer. <laughs> and, and we were trying to get my brother. So, uh, so does Matt play music? So Matt, you know, Matt Matt has many many talents mm -hmm. which he does not share with everyone. But he is uh, he was a state celloist uh, when he was Wait, in high school. Danny and I both played cello in yes. middle school. He's he's uh, <laughs> he sounds like he was way better than either of us. I, I, I don't know. No, he was, was he was he was. Too, but, uh, <laughs> he is he is a talent. Um, and so I know he just got new strings for his, his cello. So we've been trying to uh, encourage him to, to bring it in. So oh maybe uh, maybe not not for, for November 7th, but at some point you may see Matt up here uh, that with the cello. That would be, I feel like, a, a winter concert maybe. Yeah, maybe like, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, that actually brings me to my next question, though. Do you feel like, I mean, obviously we can't predict the future. And it's, as Scott was saying, it's like they were canceling it. You know, they were going month by month. But... Do you feel like this could kind of be like a test run to see how something like this goes? And then, you know, maybe you'll start being a little more comfortable about putting stuff on the calendar again. Again, I know every answer is hypothetical, but. Yeah, that's a great question, Jess. We're we're really excited um, to see how we can develop this into a series. And we've got a lot of ideas already in motion um, for after the show with Joe Pug. Um, we're we expect that we'll be able to develop something similar in a long-term fashion, not dissimilar to what Scott was saying, that um, constant pivoting and figuring out ways to still capture something that we all really love in live music and to do it in new and creative ways and explore um, what that will mean both currently and, you know, the hopeful day when we're can past, do it for real. Uh, yeah, COVID season. 
So certainly something we're excited to continue developing. Um, we do have our eye on that on the horizon. For yeah. Sure. Well, and you guys have this beautiful stage. I know you've been doing a lot of renovations. And so it's, it, you know, I talked to so many businesses that are like, we've taken this time to do renovations, but we can't really show them to anyone. Um, so it is true. I mean, we enjoy coming in and looking at them. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we March, you know, mid-March when, when everything happened, um, it was tough for, for us and tough for a lot of businesses and, and just individuals in general. The world kind of changed. So we tried to be as positive and proactive as we could be. And um, you know, we took probably about a week to two weeks to, to start to pivot, game plan, determine how we're going to operate in kind of the I don't really like the term new normal, but what yeah. has ended up being a prolonged new environment. Um, and we decided we you know, would bring our staff in and you know, do some, you know, basically implement some changes. So uh, we expanded our tap room. So thinking down the road, um, late 2021, 2022, when we can, you know, Build the space again. Yeah. We wanted to create uh, a more enjoyable space. Um, you know, overhauled our draft system, brought in some smaller tanks so we can do some brewery only stuff. Um, expanded the seating at our bar and obviously expanded our outside seating. So, yeah, we spent a lot of time and a lot of energy um, just trying to stay positive and be productive. Really notably, if you've been in our tap room in the summer, we also added air conditioning. Uh, yes, it's a huge I'm, game changer. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, you're like from a personal standpoint. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and it's great too. I'm sure you're counting your blessings that you have this big outside space and you were able to sort of open and social distance um, in a safe way. Um, so I think before we get to the music portion of this podcast, which is so fun to say, um, you could just give a reminder one last time where people can find out more information about the show and um, just how to support you guys in general. Yeah, if people visit our website at monumentcitybrewing.com, there's an events page that's got a lot of information on ways to stream it. Um, it'll be a free virtual stream uh, through Facebook and YouTube Live, so there are links there. We'll be updating a lot on our Instagram, which is at Monument City Brewing. Um, tickets are available on the website. I think there's only a handful of them left, so if people are interested and excited about that, I would move on that quicker, yeah, uh, faster than slower. Um, yeah, Instagram is a really great way to keep up with, with any updates that we're doing. Um, a lot of fun little excerpts leading up to the show. Awesome. awesome. Uh, I will say that, and, and I'm not trying to speak for, for Ken and his crew, but uh, I have a feeling I am when I say this. Uh, you know, none of us are under the illusion that these virtual events are taking the place of real events. I mean, like doing our first Thursdays, etc. You know, we're all just trying to make the very best of a of a bad situation. It's really making all of us think outside of the box and probably being more creative than we've ever had to. Like creativity by uh, force yeah is there so, i'm just curious is there anything you feel like you've learned that you'll you'll take into a post-pandemic world like any lessons that you know you would never have had to think about before oh that's a good question i don't know that i have an answer for you right now but uh i i, I think um one lesson is 
that if you try hard enough, you can you can make the best out of a bad situation. I mean, we have all faced some challenges and hurdles that we never foresaw, and and we've managed to make some things work. Um, we've turned uh, a couple of our ideas into some online successes. I know our Saturday morning tunes events uh, has just been, which is always was a great live event for us in the studio, has turned into a really successful online event. So we may do some more online things down the road, even when we're able to do, you know, real life events, we may do another, uh, pirate cruise. Yeah. Uh, I would love, so you- I was out of town for that. And I was really bummed because I was so looking forward to being on the water and cheering on the bands. Um, I would love for that to keep going. Yeah. We, we may very well do that. But, uh, yeah. It's caused all of us to definitely think outside of the box, but then it's true. So, but thanks again. Thanks, Jess. Uh, thank you, Ken. Thanks, everybody. I'm really very grateful and very appreciative. Thank you. And yeah. do you guys want to sort of preview what you're going to play for us? Do you know what you're going to play for us? Yeah. We are going to play a song called Blackout, which is one of mine from a while back. <laughs> when so did you When did you write it? Do you remember? Let's see. I don't exactly remember the date. Um <laughs> you don't know the exact no, day I and I'm just kidding. I don't remember exactly. Kim, is this a song a that's found traction in, in radio, television, movies? Is this one of your uh rock and roll hall of fame? Actually songs? this is this is um post rock and roll, more during the um bring it down a notch vibe. <laughs> um so yeah. I've got to say, when I looked up your stuff, you gave me like 10,000 Maniacs vibes, and I was very into it. Awesome. Um, I don't know if that was like an influence of yours, but... I mean, 10,000 Maniacs was a huge uh, influence. The best, that, right? Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of influences, I think, that I, that I draw from, um, but that's definitely one from the 90s that stands out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So without further ado, we're going to get Kim and Jake to play a song for us. And I hope everyone goes online and looks at Monument City Brewing and to see how you can support them and tune in either in person or online and, of course, donate to WTMD. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. (laughs) 